0: Okay. So so we started this Gemara on Thursday night. Let's start again from the two dots. Let's start again from the two dots in middle of Yuramid Aleph. Vyam Genusya Sha oh you have. Genusya Malkayim. The next the next holiday that it's Usur, Lossis V Lossesima is Yem Genusya Shal Malkayim. <coughs> what is that? My the day that the game inaugurated their king. Ah, Frank, the Gemara, of Tanya. It can't be the day they are Malcolm's their king because there's another price that says that it's a different day. You're right. It's true that the Yem Shemidim by Malcolm is a Yantif, but it's different than Yem Genusia. Mar says the day had this bread. So it depends. One is when they maimed him. Is one is when they're maimed his son, like we said Thursday night, like that they would they would put in the um, the king the king in training the um, the regent. They would put in the next king, the crown prince, whatever you call it, and and that he would have the designation that he's going to be the next king. It doesn't show anachas by the king. It, it's anachas by everybody. Imagine if you're you you know you're sitting pretty, you have a succession plan, your kid has been voted in, that he's going to be instead of you. That's, that's very nice. So it's a kos <coughs> Says the Gemara, umi muk me'malka bar malka really, does Rome have such a thing that they inaugurate one king, the son of another king? V'atani Rabbi Yisaf Rabbi Darshan, from the Pasuk and the Navi Vadya Hinei kata nisaticha bagoyim the Navi Vadya says about Edom, Esav I put you the smallest amongst nations Sh'en me'ishiv me'lech me'lech because Rome does not anoint a king, the son of a king. We spoke out from the We spoke out several Pshatim, but we finally spoke out from the Chassam Sefer that as we will see tonight, they, they are able to be Mamlech a Melech ben Melech if it's approved by the Senate. And what happened was, inevitably, invariably, it wasn't approved by the Senate because the king's son was a layohtzach, was a And therefore, and therefore, it's even worse. It's not the pshat that, that biologically you're not going to have a king that's going to be, a son that's going to be king. It's a pshat by merit. Not one guy is going to merit, his kid's going to have enough merit to be, to be a king. And that's what the Chasam Sefer says is the Iker curse. We'll see. We'll put that to the test tonight. So we spoke at the Chasam And that's why this Pasuk is being darshaned here. But you said the two Yem Genossis is one when he was Mamlech and one when his kid was Mamlech. Not true. The drasha finishes Bazui Atam said you're a despicable people. Why is Rome despicable? She'en like leksav That they have no natural uh, handwriting. There's no there's no alphabet. And there's no lotion And like we asked. This is like from the Shiverist Gemaris. I, and I know I'm repeating myself. But like, this is not from the Shiverist Gemaris ever. What are you talking about? Not only do they have a lotion Not only do they have a ksav and Lushin, It's the xav and loshen that that bore all the Romance, Lush and Rome, all the Romance languages. Italian comes from there, French comes from there, uh, English comes from there, Spanish comes from there. I mean, like that's like a river of the world over there. We all speak Latin of, of one form or another. So some say for explained, gorgeous, we just said on Thursday night, is that all other nations speak a tongue that somehow is intrinsically connected to them. Either they arrive at it naturally, or spiritually, or cosmically. They arrive at their lotion through something that is intrinsic within them. Latin is an imposed language, which is why it had such transportability throughout the ages. But that in and of itself is a sign of a weakness of the people. That was Shot Mat Somewhere says, okay, so if they don't Mamlich Melech van Melech, this is where we got up to Thursday night. My Yoim So what is yom Genosia? yom Haleidah. It's the king's birthday. Gracie Yantif. It's the king's birthday. I remember when I was a kid, like we knew like Ronald Reagan's birthday. When we were kids in school. I'm not going to venture a guess because you're going to Google it and, and I'll be wrong. But I'm thinking March. Why did you know it? Because I remember it was a thing. In February. Really? <laughs> I would go with him over me. Um, so so that was a yontif. Says the Gemara, you're right, it's a yontif, but it's not Yem genusia. Same problem. Vatanya vatanya Yem Says the Gemara, Kasha the day had to break. So... Yem see is a birthday. Yem is a birthday. One is his birthday. And one is his kid's birthday. Wow. Lisp ball. But you, see, but you see I'm right. It was a Zach that you knew. Yeah. You don't know Bush's birthday. Bush. Either. <laughs> Either. <laughs> you don't know Clinton's birthday. It was those of the years we were like eight years ago. It was right. But like like we we, we took it seriously. Um, Obama's birthday is unknown. The the documentation doesn't (laughs) exist. Um, Says the Gemara. (laughs) Says the Gemara. (laughs) Like listen, sorry. I have a Braksa that has all of these as separate days. Yes, his birthday is a very important yom. It's not His son's birthday is very important yantem because it's maybe the succession plan, but it's not Yem His kid, the day they are mom of him, it's not Yom because It says, Yem of Yem Genosiyah of his son. Says the Gemara, No, no, I'm right. There's the day he was coronated and the day his kid was coronated. Ah, before when I tried this on you, you schlugged me up by saying, mukmi malka malka. The Romans have a policy that they do not anoint one king the son of another king. Says the Gemara, like we said before, Ahidei she'ela mukmi. If you get approval from the Senate, they are Mukim, and like we said from the Chassam Seifer, and that's goof for the Bzionis. That's goof for the Bzionis, of, of, that there's no Malka Ben Malka because it's merit based, and not not one person ever had the merit of of uh, of taking over his father. So the Mar says, what is an example? of a king who was Mamlech and his kid was Mamlech? Now we will see, we will see, this is very cool. Didn't we just say that some sefer said it never happened? The Rishayim say, and we will prove this later, Kagain Asavirus bar Antoninus. Antoninus had a son, Asavirus, who was coronated in the lifetime of his father. But, we will prove this, he died in the lifetime of his father. So the Gemara is true, but Ovadia's curse is still true, and the Gemara is still true. Yes, he was Nimlach, you could have such a thing, it was, that's what Yem Genusia, and Yem Genusia Shal Benayi is, but he didn't last, and we will see, we will prove this amazing, you put this some cipher, together with the Rishonim here, you have, you have a good zach. By the way, I don't want to get too geeky and wonky over here. Most people believe Antoninus was not a Caesar. The any Caesar named Anthony or Antonio or any of those guys doesn't fit with the what we're going to discuss in this Gemara here. Mark Anthony, there is see, the problem is the Romans kept good records, so you can't you know you can't like make up a Misa. Yeah, 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 for 20 years he, he was learning in Satmar and Monroe. No, there's good records. It, it didn't happen. Mark Antony never w- was, in, was in Judea. And we're going to have him in Judea. So and, and some other guys, the years don't work out. If you go through all the possible guys who Antoninus says, it's probably not a Caesar. It's probably a big, big, big governor in Judea. So it's definitely true the Gemara. There was a person, Antoninus. Antoninus was a high Roman official, probably a governor of Judea, maybe even more. That's probably what he was. So now, the Malach, that he he was Malach. So now we're going to go through the fascinating story of Antoninus and Rabbi, which we know is a fulfillment of the Nevoah in Parshish Toldis. Shnei Goyim or actually that they were both world leaders and they had a shayiches. And we find here, Mark picks up in the middle of the story, Antoninus used to consult Rabbi because he realized how wise he was. Omele Antoninus l'Rebi. Antoninus told Rabbi, I want two things. I have two items on my wish list. Number one, I want that my son asavirus should rule after me. And number two, avid teveria kalanya, and I want to make the city of Teveria free of taxes. So if you look in Rashi, if you look in Rashi, kalanya masla it should be free of taxes. You never have to pay taxes. Because it has Rabbanon. And, Antinus himself was a rabbi, etc. He, therefore he loved Rabbanon. So, so, Rashi and Rosh Hashanah also says that Antoninus was in Teveria at that time, which is part of the history thing. This request cannot be taken at face value. We have many Gemara's that say the Tamidah Chacham were potter from taxes. The Gemara says the Tamachacham, the Gemara says a person is able to call himself a Tamachacham, not able to call himself a Tamachacham, L'maynaf to potter from taxes. So what is pshat in this... That's only under Jewish rule. Apparently even Roman rule. The the, the tax that was talking about is, is Roman rule, which means... They would kill the Jews, no problem. But like when they would tax them, it as possible they tax, uh, you know, a rabbi, like yeah. the, you know, like yeah. right, the parsonage. Yeah. Even though, skating the you should should know. Yeah. Yeah. The days is over. Um, <laughs> this is for the tape. <laughs> says the Gemara. So 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 what's pshat? So someone says someone says that the pshat is is that avada, what. Antoninus wanted to do his patter everybody from taxes because Teveria was a city with so much so many rabbonim. To patter the Rabbonim from taxes, you didn't need a special decree. He wanted to patter the entire city from taxes because of the Chacham that were there. But I never knew this. So there's a Saver Saidur Yankiv on on uh, on Avedizar, written by a Rav in Switzerland. I think he was NIFTA recently. So he says that the reason why Antoninus thought he had a shot at getting Tiberia off the hook from taxes, <laughs> it hit you like in the head. Is because Tiveria, where did the name Tiveria come from? Tiberius. Vibalt the city was named after the Caesar, so that would have a much better chance. Well, since when does Tiveria have more Tamil Chacham than other cities? Since the city was named after Tiberius, did you know that? I know in English it's called Tiberius, but did you ever associate Tiberi with a Roman city? You knew that? I thought Tiberia you're a Kaddish, Like it's named after a Roman guy. You know, Tibura the Tiberius, it's really Recus, it's not Tiberia. It's named after Tiberius. He was? Wasn't the midget? He, he was hinkedick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he yeah, went with a limp. It, you could say these things in Yiddish. You're not going to say like handicap anymore in English. You can say in Yiddish it's butter. Um, anyway, so, so I want two things. I want a pot to vary from taxes and I want my kid to, to reach, to, to rule after me. If I ask this of the Senate, Chada Avdi, one of them they'll do for me, Trele Two, they won't do for me. You know, there are two requests I'm not getting. Ice Selectus. Rebbe, as we will see from the next couple stories, only answered, only answered Antoninus in poetry and with examples. He never said the worst. We'll see why soon. So he took it like this. Gavra. He took one guy and put him on the other guy's shoulders. And he gave a dove to the top guy. So he had a guy holding another guy on the shoulders, and the top guy had a dove, Biyadi, in his hand. And he said to the bottom guy, Tell the guy who's riding on your shoulders. He should free the dove from his hands. So so the next morning, Atinez gets a, a delivery. And it's like, a, it's a, a act. So you have one guy and another guy's shoulders. They both waved him. And like, they're pantomimes. They don't say anything. And like then like, the top guy lets the dove go. Atinez goes, ah, I get it. This is what he was saying at boiminayu you should only ask of them at you ask of them that my son asaverus should become should become a, a leader he should take my place they're going to grant you one request like you said you have enough political capital to get one request ve and then tell asaverus that his first act as your replacement should be the Tavit Tveria which is symbolic of, so the bottom guy rides the top guy in. Then once he's in, he's in. And then the top guy should free the Dove, referring to the Jews. That's how uh, Rebbe communicated to Antoninus this plan, had to get both of his requests in. Okay, next. Omalay Rebbe, uh, Antoninus asked Rebbe the following question. I'm being really badgered and harassed by the Roman nobility they're, they're driving me crazy <clears throat> and reason doesn't work with them so Rebbe told him like this come with me to the garden let's take a walk in the garden he walked Antoninus in the garden and Kol Yuma every day okali pugla mimishra he plucked a radish from the from the furrow and dropped one radish every day kame at the ninas khatamar shmamina kamali at ke chad chad minayu kill them one by one vule and do not and do not fight with all of them so Rebbe's advice was, knock them off one by one, and you'll never create a big scandal. I think, obviously, there's depth in the radish, and there's depth in you know, each, each example. If I remember correctly, a, um, a radish, when you pluck it, the dirt sort of falls back in place. It's not a big vegetable. When you take it out, it leaves a hole. So what he's saying is, if you kill them one by one, like a radish, the dirt will fall back into place, and there'll be no evidence that you did that. So asks the Gemara, Akasha, and the Gemara says an answer, which Apidechida he does an incredible zach. Antinidas is not going to rat Rebbe out. Why can't he talk straight to Antoninus? Why doesn't he say it straight to them? Omar, he said, The Romans will hear, and then they will come after me. Okay, so don't say it out loud. Say it in silent. Says the Gemara, because of the Pasach, that we lay in on Sukkis, the little birdie will travel the voice, will take the voice and make it travel. So, what is this Gemara's answer? What, what does it mean? So, so when we read the pasuk in 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 um, in Kehalas, even in your private place, don't curse out the king. In your bedroom, don't curse out the wealthy man. Because the bird in the heaven will take the voice and the one with wings will say it over. So do, does this Pasuk mean that there is no voice low enough to say a secret in? What does the Pasuk mean? No, don't, don't say it. It's going to get heard by the bird. Really? You're telling me that no, no secret is silent enough. Can't be. I go into like a soundproof room and I whisper it in his ear. The bird's not going to hear. What does this pasuk mean? So the chiddush says incredible. The chiddush says that on a ruchnis level, on a spiritual level, when something is spoken, it is gashmified. Until something is spoken. When it is only thought, it is only known by the Rubenishal. No one is aware, no entity, Malach, creation, rebbe, Navi, no one knows what somebody is thinking. The thoughts in somebody's heads a head is exclusively purview of the Rubenishol. The Ribbonish is the only one that's privy to the thoughts in your head. Because it is not a reality until you say it. Your thoughts, only a Kosh who knows it. The minute you say something, it is in the slightest way gashmified. There is some physicality to it. There is some reality to it. There is some practicality to it. At that point, it is subject to entities other than the Rebbeinah leilim, such as Malachim, who can do with it what they want. So, if I think thoughts about you, it is impossible for it to be communicated to you. Now, sometimes you when you're talking about, I know when a guy is like acting weird with me, yeah, it's because he's acting weird with you. He's not saying the chuppah is the same way. He's not looking at you the same way. He's acting weird. He's avoiding you. He's not sending you the same shalach It's Like whatever the whatever the zakh you have, but if you purely think something about somebody, he will never know. The minute, the minute I say, the minute I whisper to you, no one heard. It's a reality, and it is. Quotable by a malach, and the malach can put that feeling into the other guy's heart. Once something is said, it is subject to, to being hopped by entities besides the Rebbe Hashem, and you are no longer in control of it. And that's the tifkat over here. That once it's, once it's out of the Machshava it, a malach could take it and end up in the hearts of the Romans. I once heard Rabbi Lopiansky said, when he when he was in Auschwitz, he said, you know, like they had they had a recording. He said that that I mean he was he when he went to visit Auschwitz. The, um, um when he went to visit Auschwitz, he said that there's a there's a there's a, a statement we don't call the Mamadaka. What, there's a difference. Damama means silent. Shtika means silent and Damama means silent. What's the difference between Shtika and Damama? So he said, "Cold Damama Daka is the voice of expressing the inability to express. But when you have a cold Damama Daka, it's the Pshat. It brings... To reality, what a voice would do, just there's nothing to say. Shtika is not saying anything. When I'm silent, I ain't say anything. Call the voice, the mama, is, is silence. Call the mama daka. The voice of silence is giving voice to saying nothing. What's the difference? It's this vart. When you say nothing, there's something said. There's nothing to say. You can't say anything about Auschwitz. Nothing you say about Auschwitz will be intelligent. Nothing you say about Auschwitz will be, will capture anything. But you need to say something. That's what called the Mamadaka is. The called the Mamadaka is the expression of silence rather than shtika, which is not saying anything. You need to say something. But you can't say anything. That's what called the Mamadaka is. That's this var of this Chidah. I thought about this one. I saw this that this he does saying that, that when you express something, even if no one hears it, it brings reality. So Sometimes you need to say something. That's what Rabbi was saying. You need to say something. There's nothing intelligent to say. This happened because of this. It happened because of that. That's foolish. We don't know that. It's way mishpatah time Rabbah. But you have to say something. I'm saying I'm not saying anything rather than not saying anything. So that, that's this chida that, that when you say the then. That, you're, that you're creating a metziyah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's the vart. What you're saying is the, the white fire on the black fire, esh das, is the esh lavana agabe esh chira is that there's a metziyah of tyra when you say it that, that creates a writing even though you don't write it down. That, that, yeah, that's, that's that vart. Yes. So let's do one more, one more uh, communication. Havile uh, Ubarta, he had this daughter, the Shema Gira. This Antoninus had a daughter, her name was Gira, and she was being Mizana. So Antoninus asked Rebbe, What should I do with my daughter who's was being Mizana? Shadale Gargisa. He sent him a pit. A gargisa means a pit, but if you break apart the word, it's it means kar, gargisa. So I mean, no, sorry, gargisa. He sent him. This is what Antonina sent, Rebbe. My daughter Gira is Gisa is, is being Mizana. The word Gira in the Talmud, if you look in Taisus, Taisus brings this. Taisus says Shadla gargisa claimer Gira. Gira has been Naif. Why? Because if you look in Talmud Yerushalmi of Nayef and Nayefes. Mois yumas ha Yerushalmi, Gaira ve The word Gaira also means Mizana. So Antonina San Rabbi my daughter Gira, is being Mizana. That's her name. You think this is like just like funny play on words? The Paskins this Lahalaha. the Halacha. Paskins that when you write a get, when a person writes a get, we know in the word in the get there's a word igaras shavuken. The Ramam says you better write the word igaras without a yud, because with a yud it sounds like two words igaras. If you are mizanah, I'm divorcing you. But if you weren't I'm not divorcing you, because the word garas means mizanah, like we see from this gemara and this targum and this targum Shalmi says the Rambam therefore when a person writes a get, you should write Igaras without a Yud so it only can be read Igaras a letter and it's not hinged, it's not dependent on whether or not the lady was Mizana based on this Gemara so So So, (laughs) Shadalei he sent back to him a piece of Kuzbarta I think Kuzbarta is coriander it's some vegetable I don't know what it is. So he sent back them kusbarta, which, if you break apart the word kus, means shecht. Barta, your daughter. Shecht your daughter. He sent back coriander, which if you break up the word means kusparta, cut your daughter. Shecht your daughter. he sent him back leeks. I should do Kares. I should cut off my daughter. I should have no kids. Ah, what are you talking about? He had Asavirus. Ah, there you go. Asavirus must have died. You see, from here, the Rishonim speak out that when Rebbe suggested Antoninus kill his daughter, he said, "I mean, you're going to cause me cares. He said about Karthy leaks. You're going to cause me cares. I'm not going to have any kids. What are you talking? What about, about Asavirus' vice does? After Asavirus was inaugurated, he died. And so then, then Rebbe said, okay, I understand. He sent him lettuce, which is the same word as chus. like chus verachem aleinu. Okay, fine. Have mercy on her. Let, let her off the hook. And, and that was how that conversation between Rebbe and Antoninus ended.